And good morning. Welcome to the Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023 edition of Things You Might Have Heard. I am your host, Smeagol, and I will uh, sort of make my way through with my precious, uh, not much voice, but the precious of getting you the news headlines for today, which are actually yesterday. Actually, my name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I am the host for this show as uh, your news side piece since uh, 2021, all the way back to, you know, middle last year. And like Don Lemon, we're both back today, and hopefully we'll both be able to make it through today. I can attest that I'm watching CNN's morning show. I'm one of the 12 people that watches it, and uh, good behavior is happening right now. Um, we're sh- we'll see how long that lasts in the meantime. But along with Don Lemon, we have seven other headlines from the past day that you deemed as conversational that we'll run through in just a moment to just give you a heads up. So now we have your coffee chats, your chats on the bus, your chats to people about what's going on. You are pretty much well informed with things that are mainstream and not so mainstream. A lot of not so mainstream on today. Uh, if you want to be a part of this, we'll explain how you can use follow our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. We'll talk about that after we go through the headlines and after a lot of sniffles and coughs. As it is cold and flu season, make sure you get your flu shot and your COVID booster. And we'll do all that stuff in about 12 or so minutes from now. So hang out for that, plus the fun stuff that follows. So to be a part of the show, just follow us on our Facebook and Twitter feeds and follow the feeds. We'll explain that. And just make sure you're watching us wherever you can. Follow us on our website. See what we've got going on all day, every day at thing. I'm sorry. This is a conversation project. Dot com things you might have heard is just one of the objects on things we offer from you. Let's get into the headlines for this morning. Starting off with MSNBC sets Jen Saki weekly program, weekly series, should say, says streaming and social shows in the works. Poorly read, but that's the point. We tell you when we do these headlines, we pick um eight of the top 15 for Tuesday through Friday, and they're all shuffled around just as we picked up through the list of things to put them in order, see what we like and what we don't like, kind of move them around. Jen Saki, say that three times fast, is the number one story by leaps and bounds over the past day. Of all the things that's happening, train derailments and winter weather and Don Lemon, everybody's talking about Jen Saki getting a big gig on TV. MSNBC is moving her to an anchor seat, if you will, for a weekly series, and then she's going to be a permanent part of their big coverage of stuff, of election nights and things like that. Not surprising, as she is a high-profile person coming out of the Biden White House, and she was a pretty well-liked person in her role as an analyst beforehand, working for CNN, of course, before she took the job with Biden and then uh, came out to be a free agent, and MSC picked her up. We shall see how these things go. Right now, MSNBC is having some issues by paying some people a whole lot of money and then laying off a whole bunch of other people and bringing in high-profile names and paying them a whole lot of money and then laying off other people. We'll see if Jen Psaki is the draw that will even things out because I'm sure she's making good money, much money than working for old Biden, and um, how the folks working for her and what her show actually turns into shall be. Let's move on to the next story we have this morning. Don Lemon, yeah, that guy. Don Lemon to return to CNN this morning, Wednesday, and undergo formal training. Today is Wednesday. He has returned. Three days off, one day listed as a vacation that was sort of kind of planned with, uh, with Abby Cornish, and then two days with Sarah Seidner on Monday and Tuesday, covering a pretty big freaking story with the president over in Warsaw, Poland, and a sneaky trip to Ukraine. That sneaky, sneaky Biden folk. Um, that thing's wrapping up right now. Don Lemon is in the chair uh, doing his thing uh, in studio with Poppy Harlow. Um, Caitlin Collins is still in Poland as they wrap up the actual tour for Mr. Biden. And 
So far, so good. For the good hour I got a chance to watch it while I was doing my show prep, he was basically playing nice. Did one little sort of silly joke, but it was sort of set up there in the setup and is going well. Now, the rumors of, of, of almost mutiny happening and that his women female co-hosts just don't like the dude. That's not withstanding because, trust me, a lot of people that work in these things don't like the folks to work with. If you watch something like The Morning Show on, a, on Apple TV and you think, is this stuff truly uh, drama? Well, there's a lot of drama behind the scenes in a lot of these shows. We saw a bunch of it in ABC with Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. We see it, saw a bunch of it many, many years ago uh, in the Brian Gumble years, if you will. Uh, and, of course, the um, that, that other guy who had the button to lock people in their offices years ago but uh see it play out in lot real time now especially in cable news where the ratings aren't good and nobody's really watching it it's a kind of hard to see we'll see how well mr lemon can keep up the appearances the appearance of money always works and winnie the pooh blood and honey earned 2.5 million dollars at box office on a budget of just one hundred thousand dollars so guess what there will be more really, really bad, terrible movies from really, really beloved uh, things coming out of public, coming into public domain uh, because they're cheap, literally. Uh, they earned $12.5 million in four days since it was released. Uh, movie was made for about $100,000. So the film editors say, you know, I think they've earned their money back plus some. So this means the filmmakers like like this guy's, uh, Reese, Frank, Masterfields, and other people are going to start making more stuff um gruesoming out other things including right now he's favoring trying to turn a ninja turtles thing into a horror movies thing so teenage movies and ninja turtles the horror movie may be coming very very soon trailers to come soon at least let's go to share where the singer is feuding with her sons over relationship uh over her son's relationship with 37 year old boyfriend a.e edwards sources claim Hard to read that thing. So shares at war with her sons over her run over a hot romance with much younger boyfriend Alexander A. E. Edwards. Yeah. So shares really, really kind of oldish. And her boyfriend is 37 and kind of pining for her money. And her kids ain't quite having it. This is a fight for her money, not her happiness or love, because Cher says she's happy with this young fella. And, um, uh, you know, her son, such a Chaz, who is also kind of, you know, yeah, um, is, is, is saying, no, mom, this isn't a great thing. Do you love Cher? Do you love Cher happiness? Do you love Cher being happy and having money? This is one that may mean something to you and maybe not. But it apparently meant a lot to enough people who voted into the range because this was a pretty hot and hot, hot story, no pun intended, that popped into the range for this morning. Another hot story popping to the range is this one. Took us a while to get to it, this because uh, this happened. Basically, has been going on for a few weeks. As Black History Month is almost wrapping up, but this headline gives us Snoop Dogg wine display taken down colon semicolon deemed offensive. That's a quote during Black History Month, according to the report. Multiple complaints were sent to Kroger stores regarding the display of Snoop Dogg and his uh, Thirteen Crimes wine as being offensive. Uh, during Black History Month, but you know, some people said, "Nah, it's just Snoop Dogg standing in the middle of a store selling wine, and it just happens to be Black History Month." Snoop Dogg's wine bottle features a living label that, when activated in with an app, displays an augmented reality video about the wine and the story. Um, one of the things about this is that sometimes things are overblown. 
Do you believe that Snoop Dogg and his um, whining, pun intended, is going to be an issue uh, for the month or in general? You can comment on that uh, down the line any way you want to. Speaking of drinks that are getting a little weird right now, Starbucks new drinks have a spoonful of olive oil in every cup. Uh, I'll, I'll, I, ironically, coincidentally, I was watching an interview on CNN. Poppy Harlow was talking to um, Howard Schultz um, right over my shoulder. And they were they're about to do a, a segment. They split in, in the segments about the new drinks that uh, they're having at Starbucks. They went to Italy. They're adding a spoonful of olive oil to every cup of these new um, drinks, a hot coffee beverage, a cold frappuccino beverage. And this is basically uh, one last thing that Howard Schultz is going to do on his way out the door as he's fighting unions and fighting, you know, crime as the president and all these other things. So we're going to see how your love for Starbucks coffee and your love for olive oil will come together. Uh, this is essentially a similar thing to, you know, the whole butter in your coffee, which oil and coffee seems kind of weird. In fact, you can see the slick of oil on top of your coffee when you make some of these drinks. Uh, we'll let you decide for yourself whether these drinks are good enough, good enough, and good enough for you. But in the meantime, they exist. We'll see how long they go. Um, the Olito drinks, um, because Olito is... Um, Italian for oil or something. I, I don't know. I'm probably going to skip on those, to be honest. Let's move to the next story, which is this one right here. Fans rage at Carl Malone's all-star game appearance after finding out he got a 12-year-old girl pregnant. So um, what's this all about? Well, back in college, Carl Malone got a 12-year-old girl pregnant. You have to ignore that. It's across the room. Yes, this it's not that's not for effect. That's just uh yeah. And what what really was the deal was there were so many sort of jokes and so many sort of things popping up that were going over people's heads until people kind of realized this thing. People hated Carmelo for a lot of reasons, calling him a dirty player, calling him just a kind of a bad guy, calling him just a dude that just you couldn't really get along with. But in reality, this is something that happened. It is one of those those hush hush things that happened. Yo, way back in the um back in the 90s, back in um actually the 80s, I'd say back back when he played in college, back when he was he was younger. It nothing ever came about of it. The parents and the girl who um who carried his children, children, uh multiple, if you will, uh basically said you know, she didn't want to ruin his career as he was essentially off to be a star and things were done. He has never actually did much of a of acknowledgement of his kids. Uh, when his son actually went off to be an NFL player at some point, so talent was there and able to take care of himself. But having a, a father who really sort of took care of them, not really. Having a father who made money, sort of took care of you know things in the background, sort of really. Uh, your opinion on this, if this is your first time hearing this, then you may need to process this. Um, read the article and do some research, some actual research, not just um, memes off of, off of Facebook. Because there's a lot of people who don't have love for Carl Malone in general. And there are a lot of people who have to kind of play it up because he's an all-star and they had all-star weekend in Utah. This is something that because I'm you know from Louisiana and I actually played, um, went to school at his college and played high school basketball at the school that he, in his, in his, in his hometown, knows something about the story. And it's always just been sort of a thing. And now it's a thing that more people actually know about, uh, ironically, because of all-star weekend in Utah. And finally, it took us a few weeks to actually put the story up. 
because you couldn't get a story and an article and a headline with a good angle. They're all sort of just making fun of stuff. But here it is. 2,400 year old. It's 2,400 year old flush toilet discovered in China. Could be the oldest ever found. The original headlines we had basically had people doing excavation in China, finding this thing and basically just laughing because it's a toilet. Uh, this one is more deep, deeper, deeper detailed about the archaeological dig and what is happening and the history of this. The flush toilet, you know, something that we sometimes take for granted, um, um, made by a guy named Crapper here, literally here in um, the United States. Uh, a 2,400-year-old version of it made back in China uh, could be a technological um, amazement or it just could be another fine refine of old stuff going on. Read the article, see how it reads to you, and tell me what you think about that one. Let's go to our teaser story for the day. This is a story that we may talk about tomorrow. Tomorrow, if you deem this one worthy of talking about, um, and that story reads like this. It also looks like this if you're watching this on the video. Very alarming. U.S. airports open screening see a surge in loaded guns. Now, we as Americans tend to like our guns. We tend to need our airports and we tend to take our loaded guns to airports because we load our guns into our, our um, carry-on bags. Or we need loaded guns in our carry-on bags, but we've got to take them out when we go on big trips or something like that. There is a large number of people going to airports and leaving their guns in their bags and getting them screened. The good news is they're getting screened because maybe there'll be more issues if more guns are being flown around the world. The bad news we Americans lack our guns, and we apparently don't know how to take them out of our bags when we're going places because we're Americans. Now, what does this have to do with you? Well, if you think this is a story that we should be talking about, you can make that happen. You just go to our Facebook and Twitter feeds, facebook.com slash this is conversation and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. And when you go there, what you shall see are feeds or feeds in the, the headlines and headlines in the feeds, you say. The headlines are posted every 50 minutes, and all you have to do to engage in a story is engage in a story. Like it, love it, hate it, share it. Be a part of the show, and you tell us what stories to talk about by vetting the stories. The higher engagement score they get from you just talking about it, reading about it, sharing it, the higher chance we get a chance to talk about it. As we say, Tuesday through Friday, we talk about the eight stories out of top 15 out of 30. On Monday, we'll do 30 stories, 10 of the top 30 stories of about 90. That's how it works there. So on the top eight stories, the eight stories, will this be one of them? Will this be the top story? We shall see tomorrow. Tomorrow. We shall see tomorrow. Today, we'll talk about AppSumo. AppSumo is a, a website that allows you to find software and tools and learning projects and um, all sorts of things that can help you with your business and your personal life, productivity in general. And they're extremely discounted. Many of these things are one-time price for lifetime deals because these are companies trying to get ahead of the game with already established things, either trying to launch into a market that's really new. They're trying to disrupt the market by saying, we've got this thing that's just as good that this is, as this prime thing. And we're all going to give it to you for a whole lot less because you know you'll love it and get our, our numbers up. Check it out by going to this is a conversation project.com slash AppSumo. This is a conversation project.com slash AppSumo. You can sub our sponsors page and see many of our other main sponsors and you can help us out by visiting them. It's a this is an affiliate link, so it costs you nothing extra. We get a little bit off their sale for bringing you into the store. So check it out. AppSumo could be the place to be for your next game, your next 
um, piece of software. And it should have been expanded. So let's go ahead and do that real quick so you can see it really big. Absolutely looks like this. Yeah, that's how it looks. Now back to me. Now back to you. Now back to me. This is the conversationproject.com is our website where we do all the stuff behind the scenes where you can check us out. You can get links to all of our projects, links to our other sponsors, links to the partnerships page where you can partner up with us if you think you're doing good stuff. Let me be honest. Let me take a moment. We're a little run a little early. So let me take a moment here to do a little begging, to be honest. We can use some help. We have some um, things in the background that are keeping us from getting things done. Yesterday, I could not broadcast because of things in the background that are keeping things from getting done. We need a little extra time to get things done. We need a little help so we can get the time in. And to be honest, some of the upgrades that Meta is doing and in Twitter as well are because they're our source of knowledge and data are kind of scary and slowing down the process. We need a little help. And if you think we're doing things that are good enough for your help because we're good enough for your, your viewing, Stop by our website, check out our partnerships page and see if there's a way that you can partner with us to help us get things done. Or just go to the sponsors page and buy something and we'll get that kickback. That'll work out as well. But in the meantime, check out all things about us at this. It's a conversationproject.com. Today, things, the fun stuff for today. Start off with birthdays. February the 2nd, starting off with Rachel Dratt's birthday at 57 years old. Also, Jerry Ryan is 55, and Drew Barrymore is 48 years old. Some other ones that did not make this little slide thing here, but are also pretty gosh darn interesting, include Kyle McLaughlin, who is 64, um, Jerry Ryan, who is 55, and oh, I did say Jerry Ryan, and Thomas Jane, who is um, 45, 54, 54 years old. Uh, my cheat got out away from me, so that was a bad idea. Today is Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday, the first day of Lent. Yesterday was Fat Tuesday or Mardi Gras, where traditionally the day that you basically clear the refrigerator, get out all the drunken debauchery that you can, because starting today, it's all about some church till Easter. It's all about repentance, all about preparing yourself for the Lenten season, which is right now. Um, you can uh, celebrate your Ash Wednesday and get your ashes at many a places or not get ashes you can celebrate lint on your own just because and give something up for a small amount of time just to see how well you can do in your time of lint or you can celebrate be humble day just today or inconvenience yourself day which is kind of like being humble in a way or cook a sweet potato day one of those days is fine i would not suggest margarita day but if you're going to go that route it's on the list. So Margarita Day is there as well. And now your history lesson for the day, your actual history lesson for the day. In 1959, Lee Petty won the first Daytona 500. We know there's a lot of issues about the recent Daytona 500 because um, essentially um, Fox has turned into a debacle with all the commercial breaks and it's hard to watch and there's little funny things popping up and everybody hates Bubba Wallace and stuff like that. Uh, but the original run around the track 500 times, it was there for Lee Petty back in 1959. If you're a NASCAR fan or NASCAR uh, uh, curious, there's that. And we're going to wrap up with this one right here. And this is one more thing you might not have heard. A study published in the Journals of Ger Gerontology Series B, Psychological Series, that's a pretty big series, um, found that couples who drink together report being a lot happier with their partner and their relationship than those who are not drinking together. Meanwhile, the sun is hot and water is wet. For the study, researchers surveyed 4,864 married people with the average relationship being 33 years. 
Participants were asked how often they drink in a week and how much they drink each time they pop a bottle. Researchers found that couples over the age of 50 reported better marriages if both partners drink alcohol. Water is wet. The sky is blue. If one partner drank and the other didn't, they were more likely to report feeling unsatisfied in their marriage. If neither drank, a similar positive response was given. That's interesting. Analysis of the data showed that the quantity the couples drank didn't matter or how often per week. What really mattered was that they were getting, they were going to drink. They did it together. So the couple that drinks together, not gets drunk, drinks together, has more love for each other. Not necessarily stays together either because they'll stay together regardless. But you have more satisfaction with your partner if you can, you know, have a beer with them. I guess. Meanwhile, I don't have to guess. This is over. Today is Wednesday, the 22nd of February, 2022. And this is the wrap up of this edition of Things You Might Have Heard. I am still Jay Cleveland Payne, and I'm still going in over a bit of an illness. So apologies for, for the voice. Uh, and it, it is what it is. And apologies for having the miss today yesterday. Serious things in the background. We're trying our best to work out some things to give you more consistent stuff in this season. And, and we're going to do what we can to make sure that happens. Make sure you stay hydrated. Warm coffee is working on the throat. So, so much. Stay limber and on task for all the grand things you have to do. If you miss a day, just keep getting back up because that's what it's all about. Uh, and um, also because of a lot of the news that we've had in this week, um, wrong button again because all the news we've had this week we want to send you another reminder that if you're feeling a little down check out the national suicide prevention hotline or any other prevention suicide prevention lifeline that's nearby you any group you can find you can call or text 988 to your cell phone you can um, go to um 988lifeline.org online it's open 24 7 in spanish and english someone will talk to you whenever you need someone or reach out to some local resource if you're feeling kind of blow in those things as well. In the meantime, have a great day. It is Ash Wednesday in all seriousness. It's the beginning of the Lent season. Let me know if you are a person who actually celebrates or observes Lent, if you will. Let me know if you're a person who actually, in your religion, uh, does the Ashes for Ash Wednesday. Let me know how that works for you or how it doesn't work. We can conversate about either way because some people don't believe in it and they have the reasons some people believe in it heavily their reasons are valid of course as well thank you so much let's do this again tomorrow <laughs>